Jennifer Purcell, and welcome to my podcast, Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge, where we will discuss, discover, and learn more about the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD and other learning challenges. I do have a website for this podcast, and it is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account for the podcast. They are all under the same name, which is Living with NLD. I also have a YouTube channel for the podcast, which can be found by Googling the title of the podcast, which is Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge. I would like to tell you about a nonprofit that I use for my research for this podcast. It is called The NBLD Project, and I use their blog for my research. They are a nonprofit that is based in New York and is trying to get NVLD back on the DSM, and they provide many resources for people with NVLD on their website. I'll provide you with the website for them in the podcast description. All proceeds from the ads on this podcast will be donated towards the NVLD project. Please feel free to explore the other topics on the podcast, and hopefully you will learn something new from them. I hope you enjoy today's episodes. I also want to mention to you that I just launched my podcast swag on Wednesday of this week and have a page for it on my website. And I will also send you the link to it in the podcast description. And I will also send it to you in the newsletter that I usually send on out on Fridays. I am now selling t-shirts, water bottles, and a backpack, and they all have the podcast logo and title on it and the tagline. So I am looking forward to watching the sales and seeing who buys them and um, spreading the word more about my podcast. Alright, happy Friday. So today I'm going to be talking about um, NLD, Managing Finances, Executive Functioning, Abstract Concepts, Tracking Your Mistakes, or Comprehending the Big Picture. I have done a couple episodes on these topics before. I know that's a lot of topics to cover. Um, I think the last episode I, or one of the last episodes I did was about uh, NLD and uh, taxes, and um, I think that was episode 16, I want to say, of year one. Um, might have that number wrong, but I know it was called um, NLD and the big picture, and it had the word taxes in it also. Um, so... Um, another update for you on, um, kind of how I'm doing personally, um, been doing better than I have been. Um, I, am still working on writing some more podcast scripts, so I will have to write a couple more. Otherwise, um, I will <laughs> run out cause I only have this one and one more that I've written. So, um, like I've said uh, before, bear with me um, so that uh, you, you know, can have material to listen to. And, you know, feel free to go back to previous episodes. 
I've been doing this for what going on three years now so it's not like you don't have episodes to listen to right um so I hope you guys are doing well um I might be going through a bit of a rough patch but I'll get better um so yeah so even if this is more geared towards NLD it can um be applied to autism and ADHD or if you have just something like dyscalculia or dysgraphia or dyslexia or um, maybe even if you're neurotypical maybe this applies to you so have you ever had challenges with managing your finances because of having a learning challenge um, or having issues with abstract concepts or you maybe you have challenges that's tracking where you went wrong or making mistakes um, or you have challenges with comprehending the big picture um, so for me I still experience these challenges today I try to balance my budget each month with my mom and it's not easy because I have an LD and chronic migraines then all the NLD makes it hard to grasp the big picture excuse me, of how to understand the concept of the abstract steps to balance the budget. These steps involve real math that you don't learn in high school or college unless you take a personal finance class like I did. I took it in college because my brother recommended it to me. I And I'm glad I did because it did help me start to understand some of the more abstract big picture and executive functioning of balancing a budget. I understand it more once I started to have a credit card bill and a debit card account, which I, sorry, which was when I was a freshman in high school, I think. Um, my parents did this because my brother wanted me to have the practice of having to pay off bills and being more responsible. We didn't know I was born with NLD back then. I didn't learn that until college when I was diagnosed at the end of my sophomore year. I did that because I always had a personal hunch that I was different from everyone else in my family. And I was right. <laughs> I'm bringing that up because if I didn't have a deaf roommate in college help me know how to get the testing for NLD in college, I wouldn't know more about myself. I also wouldn't know how to help myself more or how to help others help me more. My mom helps me more so very much and much more than I ask her to. She is so patient with trying to help me understand the big picture of finances, balancing my budget and tracking my mistakes so I can learn from them. She does this by going over the same abstract concepts countless times until I get it 100% or at least close to 100%. She also stops and tries to take deep breaths and rephrases things to me so I can understand them. <clears throat> she does sometimes get angry, frustrated, or lose her patience, and so do I. But that's because she loves me and wants me to be able to do this on my own eventually. She has been there for me through thick and thin, and from hell and back again. She is an angel. 
She also tries to help me learn how to have better executive functioning by how to live within the budgets that I set for each category that I spend money on. And she helped me set the um, categories. For example, I have $225 to spend for my personal expenses each month. I make a note on my phone of what I have spent for that category, and I try to keep track of what is left after I buy something. I do need to apply this concept of tracking my transactions to my check register so I can update it more often. I have forgotten to do that in the past. Um, when I do that better, then I'll show more respect to my mom because I'll meet her halfway with doing my fin finances each month. <clears throat> Let me take a little bit of water. I did do some good things this time. I made a note on my phone that my new computer was on one of my credit cards so I could keep track of which one had the computer on it because that was about $3,000. This way I could put um, more transactions on my other credit card so I wouldn't go over my credit limit on my credit cards. I put my new computer on the card that had the most credit limit because I wanted to have enough cushion for it. Um, I also was able to make some passive income from my podcast from BetterHelp. Thank you for sponsoring my podcast and helping my audience have help like I had for the past eight years. Therapy has made so much of a difference in my life. It is one of the reasons I'm still alive today. The other ones are my family, spirituality, truffles, my podcasts, and close friends. Now, I'm not bringing that passive income up to brag. I'm just mentioning it because therapy is very powerful and has, like I said, has helped me overcome any challenges. Um, What was I going to say next? Um, so, um, because I have NLD and chronic migraines, that makes it harder for me to um, do certain things in my life. And so does, um, you know, the fact that I was diagnosed a little bit later on in life. But I'm not, I wasn't diagnosed as later as some people have been. So that's fortunate. Um, and, um, these things that happened for me have made me who I am today and I will continue to help others in any way I can because I care and I want to. Okay. <laughs> That's enough about me. Let's look at some articles from other NVLDers and please go to episode 16 from year one for an interview from me and Jeff Hopi on NLD and taxes. That was the one that I mentioned earlier in this episode. So the first article is titled Budgeting as an NVLDer During the Pandemic by 
Brian, which was written um, on February 5th. Uh, quote, as a fellow NVLDer, being financially free from my debt was one of the most proudest achievements in my life. 2020 was a challenging year for everyone. However, it was a blessing in disguise for me. Excuse me, I was able to follow a seven-step financial guide from a successful entrepreneur by the name of Dave Ramsey, which sparked my interest in financial literacy. He wrote seven steps that anyone can do. Step one, save $1,000. Step two, pay off small debts first and work towards the bigger ones. Step three, save three to six months worth of emergency funds. So basically, if it's possible, try at least to save two months worth of salary. I personally find saving two months worth of salary to be the best insurance for the curve balls life throws at you. Step four, invest 15% of annual income into a retirement fund. This step is my favorite one, especially the excitement of seeing passive income coming into my bank account every month from stocks, investments. Personally, for me, Stocks are what I am comfortable with. However, I recommend anyone starting out in investing is to figure out the type of investment you are comfortable with. It could be a mutual funds, Roth IRA, retirement savings plan, ETF, and dividend stocks. Step five, using your savings to fully pay off college. This step I skipped because my folks already paid for my schooling. Uh, step six, um, pay off the mortgage. Uh, I also skipped this step as I am personally renting for now. I might possibly look into getting a mortgage in the future if I can find a significant other to share the responsibility of owning a house with. Finally, step seven, continue to build wealth, then give it away or enjoy it. This is the finish line when all the sacrifices a person has made by sticking with a budget pays off. All the debt is gone. Investments of 15% over the last 20 years are earning a comfortable annual yield. The house is paid off. So now the home could be a rental investment, property for sale, or could still be a home. Thanks to Dave Ramsey and his seven steps financial independence by the end of 2020, I was able to pay off my massive credit card debt, accumulate a three month emergency fund, invest 15% of my income into stocks and accumulate most money I have ever saved in my life. I did not let the pandemic or my diagnosis take away my focus, drive and positive attitude for a better life close quote. So my thoughts about that and Brian, um, I actually remember interviewing Brian for um, my podcast before reading that article and um, he shared with me those steps and those are very good financial steps and those are some of the ones I use myself also. I've saved 
towards retirement, I saved or have saved up an emergency fund. I save towards, I've been saving towards a new car. Um, and I've been saving towards, um, uh, other expensive like my car insurance and, um, I have other categories that I budget for like clothing and, um, excuse me, um, entertainment and, um, my, um, my general, um, is the one that I, all those are underneath. Um, basically what I'm trying to do is share with you what I do and hope that this is helpful for you and make you kind of make, not make, but help you think, okay, what can I do and what can I take away from this to help you out? Um, so maybe you can think of a spreadsheet that you can come up with, with different categories of your own spending. It could be, um, a big bucket of general and then small buckets, uh, personal entertainment, gifts, clothing, um, et cetera, maybe travels in there. Um, and that could be a luxury depending on how much you make. So, uh, let's see the next article is titled supporting neurodivergent people and personal finance by Laura Longorio and reviewed by Mara Horton quote, people with learning disabilities are part of a neurodiverse community which refers to the diversity and variation of cognitive functioning in people. Some learning disabilities are dysgraphia, dyscalculia, dyslexia, language processing disorder, um, auditory processing disorder, visual perceptual slash visual motor deficit, um, and other nonverbal learning disabilities. Financial tasks such as budgeting, investing, and calculating money can be difficult. Both doing and understanding the tasks to help neurodivergent people start with developing their independence on how living on their own will be like. Introduce what needs to be paid such as bills and mortgage rents, payments, and common financial concepts in terms such as how credit card interest work or how quickly debt can accumulate over time if not paid off, close quote. Um, and here's a, st- a st- some, sorry, I got tongue-tied. <laughs> Here are some statistics I took from the article. Uh, one in five people in the U.S. or about 65.6 million individuals live with a neurological disability, including specific learning and attention disabilities. Another statistic, more than 750,000 adults who are in a prison report having a disability, 40% of incarcerated people report at least one disability. That one surprised me. Um, 
two more statistics, only 46% of working age adults with learning disabilities are employed. Adults who have learning and attention disabilities are twice as likely to be jobless than peers. Okay, wow. Last one, 62% of employees with a disability have an invisible disability, a disability that can that people can't see when meeting them. Few people will share their disability with their manager, 39%, team, 24%, and HR, 21%. Yeah, that one makes sense to me. Um, and this is also from the article, quote, learning disabilities like dyscalculia, dyslexia, and dysgraphia can make managing finances and financial uh, literacy difficult for people. Not understanding how to create and track a budget, overly relying on family members for help in financial matters, uh, being victims of fraud, and not understanding the terms of loans and credit card can be real financial challenges for people who have learning disabilities. According to 2018 academic paper, financial capability and functional financial literacy in young adults with developmental language disorder, some adults, sorry, young, some young adults with developmental language disorder lack functional financial skills and require support to successfully manage their finances. Compared to typically developing age match peers, young people with developmental language disorder report less extensive engagement with financial products and lower competence in functional financial literacy. Um, neurodivergent people seek family financial assistance. 48% of people who have developmental language disorder versus 16% of aged matched peers reported that they draw on support primarily from parents in various financial tasks, including paying bills, choosing financial products, and taking loans from families or friends. Budgeting can be difficult. This can stem from people with disabilities not understanding how much goods and services cost. Dyscalculics, in particular, create math reasoning skill challenges such as budgeting, which makes it difficult to assign money to recurring expenses and conduct calculations, not understanding loans and costs. Understanding loan rates, points, and APRs for various loans can be tricky, especially with dyscalculics, difficulty with mental figuring. This can be, sorry, this can make it challenging to understand the ultimate cost of a loan. Um, I'm going to skip a little bit of what I had in there, so... Um, you can always go on and read 
more of the article because I do include the link to it. Um, so basically that article was trying to give you some thoughts about um, what you can do to help uh, people who have uh, challenges with that and be able to um, uh, help different uh, neurodivergence and be able to give them tips on that. And um, I think that article is very helpful and gives gives different uh, statistics on that. And uh, the last article is How to Teach Money Management for Independent Living with Autism by Maureen Benny, written on March 22nd from 2017. Have your, quote, have your child pay for items at the store. Um, which is a good thing because then they have the practice of seeing the price of items. Tip for success. Make sure if a store the child knows and feels comfortable in, preferably with a cashier that your child has already met. Choose a time when the store isn't busy so neither your child or the other shoppers get frustrated. Second, give your child an allowance and help them save for special items. I like that. Um, also, try not to judge or influence your child's choice of the item that they want to save for. It doesn't need to be practical or what you would like. The key here is to give them the inspiration to want to save and then teach them to process of how to do it. Step three, uh, set up a bank account for your child. Uh, many banks have free accounts or special accounts for children. Helping your child set up an account at a young age allows them to, lots of time to become accustomed to how a bank account works, even though many of a spank online it's a good idea to, is to start taking your child at a young age to a bank in person so that they get used to the building process and even the individual tellers tip for success choose banking time or hours when they aren't many people in there you can call the bank to find out when that might be if our child has a favorite teller, <laughs> ask if you can come in during that time. Um, you know what? I, I love those three tips because um, that reminds me of what my parents started doing with me when I was in high school because they um, were helping me with a debit card first and then credit cards to get used to spending and being able to pay off a little bit of um, things, even if I wasn't buying it for myself, if I was just buying it for them. Um, as just because gifts or as Christmas gifts, um, excuse me, and being able to do that was a good practice because then I could pay off those items and being able to, like that article said, um, have the process of paying bills and know what that's like. And back then, like I said earlier, I didn't know what NLD was. 
I didn't know I had it. Um, so I hope that those articles helped you and those tips helped you um, for me and from the articles. Um, so I'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. And today I am very excited to announce that BetterHelp is now sponsoring this podcast. I have had seven years of therapy, so I know it can help change your life if you not only let it, but work on the personal goals that you set with your therapist. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are the greatest asset. And special offering to listeners of Living with an Invisible Learning Challenge. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'll put in the link in the podcast description for you. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-E-P. Thanks again to BetterHelp for supporting, I mean, sponsoring this podcast. As I wrap up, there are some things I would like to share with you. I do have a website for this podcast. It is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page for this podcast. It is called Living With NLD. I will include the links for those in the description. In conclusion, I would like to hear from my audience. If you know individuals with NLD that I could interview for this podcast, please email me at livingwithnld@gmail.com. What are you interested in learning about NLD? I know I'm not an expert, but I do know I have the living experience of having it. I would like you to practice journaling about your gifts and differences. Also see if there is a way that you can make that difference become easier for you to do than it originally was. Thank you for listening today, and please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Thank you. Bye.